0: 3CR 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan, uh, Broadcast on 3CR and I'm your host Sally Goldner, I use female pronouns she, we first broadcast this program noon to one every Sunday afternoon, currently Australian Eastern Daylight Savings Time. 3CR proudly broadcasts from the lands of the Wurundjeri, of the Kulin Nation and we pay respect to Elders past, present and emerging. And acknowledge all First Nations listeners. The land was stolen and never ceded. And there's lots of ways to get in touch with the show today. Um, you can contact us via SMS on six one four five six seven five one two one five, 751 215, which I'm just getting rerunning now. Um, you can tweet at Sal Gold Said So, and that's the bottom line. You can look for the posts on Facebook, 3CR um, on Out of the Pan, 3CR 855 AM Melbourne, or on my page, Sally Gordon, or you can email outofthepan855 at com. And uh, we opened up today with Thinking Out Loud by Mental As Anything from 1987's Mouth to Mouth. Well, we're not just thinking out loud, we're talking out loud today. i want to say we, well, I have a guest yes. here in the studio. Um, welcome Hannah Jenkin.
1: Thank you. And how can I kind of clarify
0: which pronouns you use, if any?
1: Um she her, they them sometimes. Mostly I just say human and sometimes I feel like I'm a human.
0: This can be a good thing too. <laughs> um but um you know pronouns are yeah, important.
1: They are. And um well,
0: lots of reasons to have you in today, yes, which it's um as we were just finalising everything I learnt a lot more. Mm. Um so I'm gonna get you Dive in at any point in your story okay. of, of intersectional existence as yes. a human that yes. you want to. Um, yeah, what? Well, just pick a pick a pull, pull something out of the box. Pull Something
1: out of the box. Well, I was telling you just before we began that um, my journey into identity has been many layered, mm-hmm. and so I've had lots of different names in my life and. The first name, my, my project that I am as an outsider artist is Jessica at Birth because that's claiming the name that was given to me by the nurses at the Queen Victoria uh, Women's Hospital. Okay. Um, but my name is Hannah, which is in some in Arabic, in some um, languages, Lebanese, it's a male gender name. Uh-huh. It means John. So it's kind of cool to have my name being, you know, both. Which is uh yeah, which is good, and uh, yeah, I'm adopted, and I was fostered in Dandenong by the King family, and then I was um you know fostered and adopted uh by an excellent family uh, they there was a lot of secrets and kind of hiding and. A lot of yeah, just don't tell her everything as a kid, which people do to children. There's a lot of things that happen to children that uh, where they don't get consent, and so intersex, you know, intersexual. I can't even say it. (laughs) So good, I've got so many feels about it. I can't even say it. Um, That's that is to do with people not having consent. In my case, I was operated on as a baby when I was born. And didn't find out about it until getting the files from DHS when I was 21. So, yeah, finding that out when you're 21. And I'm 41 now, so it's really taken 20 years to even get to the safety and the kind of sense of self to be able to even claim being um, intersect. I can't even say it, intersex. (laughs) Ah, ah, ah. Fair enough. Wow, gosh.
0: I mean, well, I said dive in and and now I've had a big splash all over me from the pool. I mean, there's so much in there. I mean, and, you know, first of all, you know, this seems to be a recurring theme from people who face some sort of difference and it's treated negatively might be a way to put it on all of those things that childhood is disrupted in yes. and damaged in some ways. I'm very reluctant to use the word mm. stolen, knowing what that means for our First mm. Nations people. Yep. So I'm going with damaged and disrupted. Mm. And, you know, there it is again. Um, and this is, you know, so there's so much of that in there. But your fostering seems like in some cases that was, you know, at least above pass marks, which is something. I was
1: really lucky. I, I was really lucky. Um Actually, the King family in Dandenong had they took in a lot of babies, mm. and there, are, yeah, there are some awesome people who, when I look now at them as adults, they are very good independent artists, very successful. So part of my reframe about all the different people that um, interacted with me as a baby through their system, which was not really advocating uh, for the client, as in my birth mother or me, as a ward as a you know, of the state, as a foster child, um, I think the King family did pretty well. And for me, I just have to think about everybody's perspectives when I'm looking at the words on paper or the typed words from the 70s. I'm thinking, okay, that's a worker, that's someone representing the government, that's someone who's, you know whatever their worldviews, there are so many different conflicting and layered uh, perspectives on what happens around people and identity. And in my case, I think it was dismissed and short and there was a lot of um, mm. covering up. I'm like, I didn't find out my name was Jessica until I met an auntie in Euroa, and she said, no, the nurse has called you that. So, you know, there's, it's, there's a lot. There is, there is, <clears> there
0: is. I mean, um, and now, um, you know, you... Um, well introduced you as Hannah, mm. and you know you, that's been a part of you too, so there's you know bringing parts together it's
1: great I love that it's a Jewish name, and I love that I'm sitting here with the goldener <laughs> for me <Either>. you know a <laughs> you know, little bit of but the intersectionality you know again through finding out about my birth mother and then tracing family and meeting a great auntie, I found out that you know my mother's great-great-grandfather was a German Jew and he came, Oh, he left Germany, went to England, learnt optometry, came to Tamworth, started optometry here and then he got, um, he shared a carriage and got TB on a train and wow. died. And But my great-auntie was raised in Gordon in Sydney and from a very, you know, owning class kind of family for the first bit. and. They, you know, they used to burn and hide letters from Germany, and they changed their name from von Kroll, which is the aristocratic the von, mm. to Knoll, and they pretended to be Irish. So, because Germans were put in spy camps in Australia, mm. um, so yeah, that whole thing around uh, framing identity, when to claim it, when to be safe. I I take on identities now as a way of being visible. You know, obviously Jewish by. Culture, religion, heritage—in my case, it's heritage. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like I can't not go. oh, Okay, my story, everyone's story is interwoven, and yep. I think in claiming myself, I have to claim the little baby me, and I have to claim all the stories. Yeah, so, yeah,
0: yeah. No, you've got something there. I, I recently was on a panel discussion, just something I do, mm. but um, I do have to say, someone on the panel said, you know, said he that he. And I suppose it was in front of 50 people, mm. so, but I won't name name mm. the person all the same, said, you know, he's been to ask, what was he robbed of as a child? And it really got me thinking. And mm. I actually personally have been creating a list. And I Great. think just listing it out yes. is yes. a good start. And it I'm is. sure there's. Lots of people in rainbow Mm. communities who had that, trans people, particularly maybe older, um, who were denied a happy childhood, you know, by being forced to live a gender identity and expression they weren't. You know, and, you know, I think still sadly for so so many people who are, you know, um, lesbian, gay, or multi gender Mm. attracted, same Mm. thing. And I think we, you know, it's challenging to work through, but it it's better than having it blocking up your system, so to speak. It's
1: liberating. And in terms of mental health, you know, because I, I also share the identity of bisexual and I'm a single mum and I'm 41. I'm an outsider artist. There are many identities that I have. But I think being public and visible in them and honest about it all... Um, it's good for resilience and it's good for my mental health to kind of just reframe things and coach myself in positive ways so i'm really proud of my album which i made as a way of reclaiming my childhood from me from the adult me looking back um yeah i did that as a way to go i love songs for little me and you know thinking about wrestling which i know you love oh (laughs) wrestling is like was so queer for me like it was just so excellent so excellent so very excellent i could have my masculine you know my uh like my butch blokey wrestling self um my project i'm going to do next year is called ghost dick and it's about the intersex um you know self of me and i think i'm going to do it in a a bit of a clown satire commentary. There's a, there's this ca- alter ego character called Vixen Grandstand, hmm. who's a wrestler, and she's me. She's like my queer me. Um, so I'm going to explore that, which is heaps of fun.
0: I've already bought a ticket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I <laughs> do have to say that I, um, WWE, were in Melbourne this week. Oh,
1: so good. <laughs> so, so good.
0: Um, and went along to um,
2: the big arena. how
1: magic is it that people... They, it's it's reclaiming. It's really punk. It's like do it yourself. Make your own character fight. You know, we, everything about community theatre and wrestling, it was so good for me to see it. The other thing was Monkey Magic because I also have Chinese heritage. To see Trippy Tarka was, you know, I couldn't tell girl, boy, person. No, I could just see myself as a mixed heritage person who in Mornington used to get bullied heavily, chinky Chinaman, you know, like mm. heavy it was, it was, um, it was, there were I was hardly any wogs. There was a couple of wogs. I used to go, I've got a song on my album about um, the alliances I made in primary school with other people that were targeted. So one of them um, was teased for being really fat and her, mm. her name was Dion. I don't, I can't remember your last name, Dion, sorry. But we used to leave and we'd go down to the Suvlaki shop and, you know, Paul would give us a bit of the lamb and that was everything. You could yep. have racism at school. And in lunchtime, you get given, you leave and go, lamb. <laughs> but he must have known on some level, you know, like migration, racism, Australia. Yeah. Well, look, oh, who knows? Yeah.
0: no, look, similar mm. theme, um, thinking back to school days. Um, mm. I will give, you know, mm. um, content warnings in context. Yeah. You know, oh, sorry, the, um, the guy who, you know, his asthma medications made him chubbier was mm. Mr. Gaspar, the party clown, because he got air pumped into him, and I have to say that he you know seemed to progress with his asthma over time or something yeah. changed, and when we went to a ten year reunion i didn 't recognize oh, wow. him, which was great for him, yeah, but similar the you know similar names to the Greek, the Greek yeah. guy and the Chinese yep. guy, and well anyone who didn 't fit mm. um, and yet there is that sense of banding together which gives a sense of sort mm. of justice and safety and that sort of thing. Mm. You're opening up. The, the splash is getting bigger. Good,
1: isn't it? It's a wave. It's a, um, it's so a metaphor it, of the ocean.
0: Metaphor of the ocean.
1: All the great, you know, androgynous creatures in the ocean.
0: Yep. <laughs> well, let's have, a, I'll say, a track that I programmed um, just while we um, sort of, well, I won't say dry off. We'll just, um, you know, sort of um, sit in the sun or something. Yeah. Um, metaphorically bask, speaking. Bask. Um, and, well, we're putting all our... Intersectionality out there, in mm. the words of the Doobie Brothers, we're taking it to the streets. 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3CR.org.au, 3CR on demand, out of the pan with Sally and guest Hannah Jenkin. Hi.
3: y'all this is paul miller aka dj spooky straight out of new york city i'm checking in with australia on
2: 855 on your am dial and remember community radio is subscription sponsored and i think it's incredibly important to always remember that it's a different perspective check it community radio now and beyond
0: Listen to Hilberly Fever every Saturday night from 11pm to 2am for classic country artists like Hank Williams, Moo Mulligan, Lefty Vazel, Hank Snow, and many more. Remember Hilberly Fever every Saturday night from 11pm only on 3CR. 3CR, 855am, 3 au, 3CR Digital, 3CR on demand. Lots of ways to listen to Out of the Pan. Thanks for your company. Hope you're enjoying the program. And a chat with um, Hannah Jenkins, who... Well, um, in terms of intersectionality, is leaving Spaghetti Junction in Springvale ah. to shame ah. <laughs> and loving it. Yeah. yeah and good. we were just having a chat while we listened to the Doobie Brothers, taking it to the streets from the Listen to the Music compilation, probably one of very many, but um, why not? Because they had, did good stuff, in my opinion, anyway. Mm. Michael McDonald on lead Vox for that one. Let's just, um, I'm going to, well, if we're going to keep splashing and keep swimming, we'll just keep thrashing around in the pool, so to speak. Great. And we'll flip over to music because we just, you mm. know, listening to the doobies and, um, you know, hearing about Hillbilly Fever, one of the great diverse music programs of many on 3CR. Mm. Let's flip over to your music mm. um, and I will have a listen to your album during the week and also you've generously donated a copy to 3CR, which I'll get into the station and get great. into the library um, and a reminder that, um, to independent musers out there, um, you know, there's all sorts of shows on 3CR. You can approach, um, and this one would love to have um, give it a shot to queer artists or queer themed and or queer themed music. Mm. Um, so uh, the About musical. habit.
1: okay. So it's called Love Songs to Bino. Now Bino was and is my first love, given to me by my Polish nan, my grandma, my dad's mum. Um, when I was very, very little. It was very lovely. Yesterday I launched the the album and my dad came down from nearly three hours away. He's quite old now. He's, and it was so lovely to have him sort of brag about how his mum had given me Bino and how I made this album for him. It's quite obscure to make an album for your childhood toy and yet... For me it's like that was the unbroken relationship i'm thinking about people like Kath Duncan and how she sort of inspired me to um, yeah to honor the the inanimate objects and your toys and the ones that stuck with you it's very you know beautiful it's like it, it makes it creates this space for me, which is fresh and tender and you can hear it in my voice like it's my love for Bino is like my love for the little me that um, just kept dreaming and being kind to herself.
0: Well, I can totally relate to that. I mm. still have my child yeah. bear who uh, made a guest appearance at a mental health conference Excellent. in Sydney in 2014. Well, I wouldn't mm. be here without, without yes. that. that that friend, and some other good queer friends as well. And so totally, totally Mm. get that. And Mm. I sometimes um, cop it for carrying soft toys with me, which I think is ridiculous. You feel like saying, what would you rather? I carried a gun or a knife or something. Mm. A
1: packet of durries or, yeah. Yeah. No, I think adultism, again, what we do to babies and how we belittle children is is key to um, the oppression of intersex people but also queer people, everyone, you know, the yeah. way we treat babies and children is, as a society, um, does sort of dismiss and, yeah, dismisses them. So so as a 41-year-old person, um, I needed to do it from my adult self to my child self. It's like a gestalt psychology thing, you know, like I've done a lot of PTSD counseling, all the things. And for me to make the album and doing it my way, so I enrolled in a degree. I went to Melbourne Polytech. Of course, the in um the old where the AIDS Memorial Garden is, the in, old infectious oh, diseases fairfield, hospital, yeah. yeah. So I needed to be in a queer space where people had for a long time Um, you know, existed in a queer way and I needed the ghosts of that place to kind of help me contain the work and play with it. So it's got a lot of um, vintage uh, analogue kind of my Leslie Lowry organ from Detroit, which is like a double jazz organ with a big amp. So I would record to tape and then I would um, transpose the tape into my digital um zoom and then play in ableton and that was some of my process would be like bedroom pr- production at home then take it into these swanky studios just spent a lot of time playing like i do things like mike at grand piano on the inside and you know for the it was a really really excellent nurturing space yeah. for me wow oh,
0: so much in there yeah. and i mean i'm sorry i've got i've got three topics hanging yeah, in my mind good. i'm can you just explain a little more if you're okay about mm. Kath Duncan's inspiration? Because I, I must admit I wasn't quite aware of that angle, Kath just,
3: you know.
1: I think just uh, her leadership in theatre. Uh, I, I worked for Boilover for three years before deciding to leave and do my album. And so being an artist, a uh, guest artist there, I worked with lots of different creative people and was able to think about ableism in... Um, and in terms of the way that ableism uh, pathologizes people and infantilizes them. And so I was doing some research around people who've made work around c- reclaiming their great selves despite all the oppressions and Kath Duncan's done a lot of writing and work. I think I went and saw the cabaret show that, that um, I'm trying to remember. It would have been around that time, maybe 2017. But um, I can't remember the name of it. I know it was around here somewhere, but... Yeah, just the thing around seeing her with her with her toys was like, oh, Beno, I'm allowed to bring Beno out. And the other person I saw was this outsider artist called Charmaine Palenstein, Palenstein I think he, yep. their name is, and also Jewish, you know, brought a suitcase full of toys in Williamstown Church, did you know, outsider art, experimental, I was like, oh, that's me. I'm, I I could see, you know, you have to have that thing around you can't be what you can't see, but then I could see some people that were doing things that I felt like I could relate to in terms of my narrative. And then I had a frame to go, okay, that's what I am. I'm an outsider artist. You yeah. know, sometimes you don't know what you are until, I, like the art world goes, oh, you're an outsider artist. I can,
0: I think I can relate to mm. that. So, yeah, Kath Duncan was um, one thing that came to mind, but we're also I also wanted to touch mm. on sort of musical genres and yeah. styles because we yeah. wanted to have a little chat about that as well. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, I mean, obviously I say outsider music, and some of the tropes are that naive, domestic, not very good. You know, like people go, oh, Han, get away from the drum kit, or stop, or are you playing it wrong, or stop, you know, stop, stop, stop. It's like actually no... Um, This is my work. I'll do it the way I want to do it. I've had a lot of run-ins with excellent sound people around (laughs) my use of old analog gear, you know, putting them into PAs, the mics I want to use. So everything It's like being me means I have to advocate and have agency and confidence. And I think it's only because I'm 41 now I can do it. I know, I know yeah. that's bad, but it is kind of like, again, oh. ageism and adultism. I've got some agency as a 41-year-old person where maybe I didn't have as, you know, an 8-year-old or a 14-year-old or a 23-year-old. Or It's like now I'm ready to kind of think about the work in, a, in an integrated and clever way.
0: Yeah. But, no, look, I think the other side of it is that We all take whatever amount of time we need to recover from our childhood, and it's all valid. And some people, you know, some sense uh, people might not. Mm. It's how you deal with it and how you can use it. Yes, Um, I'm a great believer in the saying "all." In my best Doctor Phil voice, all feelings are valid, but but don't go dump them on people where they don't (laughs) don't give you consent to do it. We, you know, we know that's that's an issue. So I think you have you know sort of every right to take your time to Mm. um, recover. Um, you know, from that. And now is the right time. Um, You know, it happens when it happens, you know, for whatever reason. And I've been Mm. to think there is a need more and more for these sorts of stories from artists, particularly in a time when we're seeing, sadly, Mm. so much political putting down of people of difference of all sorts. Yeah. And that's, you know, I think a real issue there that um, that keeps happening, that, um, you know, we've got all of this, you know, Squashing of dissent that keeps happening is quite well frightening.
1: It certainly is. I mean, you know, even things like the government cutting your dole if you go to a protest, or mm. you know, this sort of rising of. That's why I'm thinking World War Two and you know, 2019 and the claiming and visibility and allies and, you know, I'm thinking about the jazz punks in the 40s who were allies and would organise and I just I feel like that that has always been me, like as an artist. I have a role to kind of have my humanity in an exposed and sensitive way that creates the frame for other people to be have a response to the work that's human. And, yeah, I'm just thinking about yesterday that we did... I chose the Village Festival to launch it at because it was like a punk collective and crowdfunding and, you know, just really DIY indie artists, little cabaret sort of stage... And looking out into the audience, lots of girls, boys, children just drinking it in, seeing this adult be nuts, you know, have fun, just clown. The importance of clown and also buffon, the caricature, which Mm. I think is really clever satire, which forever has been like a dissident voice or a shadow self or, you know, the fool is the wise one. So I'm trying to engage with clown i'm thinking about anna yen actually she was an excellent mentor back in the day like in brisbane because i was a women's officer at uni of queensland um all these formative elders uh lisa Belair. we talked about how how she introduced me the late lisa b to radio and feminism and and helped me find my mum um so yeah lots of good people doing their stories about themselves that we stand on their shoulders our ancestors and
0: well, here, here. You know, Kath Duncan's mm. done lots of great work for performance, and mm. you know, on a similar note, Jack's Jackie Brown with yes. quippings and all those yeah. sorts of oh, people. Yeah, oh, the quipping show. Yeah, yeah. That's what's the and show. I think in that sense, we'd have to mm. honour the late great Stella Young for Absolutely. all the aspects of her work. I had never met Stella until I saw her perform at Hairs one night, ah. and. Um, when she came out, um, you know, came out and mm. started the routine and said, I want to talk about this four-letter C word. And everyone's going, oh, and then she goes, crip. Yeah. I fell in um, artistic love immediately. <laughs> um, you know, and it's one it's one of those regrets in my life. I have never got to sit down and have a coffee with her. And I
1: went to a funeral with my cousin who's a cripple from mm. an, an organiser in Canberra, big, you know, and she was also, she gave me her guitar, uh, big story, my cousin. Um learned music from her lawyer let's just say that she was doing a you know uh, traumatic event that ended in court but learnt music as music therapy and then i met my cousin at in my late teens and she and witnessed her do that journey and she gave me bluegrass she's actually uh was crowned a kentucky like a colonel for promoting bluegrass in australia wow sharon kelly my cousin colonel kelly
2: Colonel Kelly. Colonel
1: Kelly. Okay. But bluegrass, hey? There you go. And we were just talking about rockabilly, the, the gendered, you know, for me, I always look at things in terms of gendered queer fluidity and going, oh, back then, you know, men were allowed to have crying voices and long hair and mm-hmm. the women could be these kind of gutsy sexual beings um, in the 50s. So, Yeah. But Cindy Lauper, I wanted to be Cindy because she was on the wrestling. She was emceeing the wrestling. I was like, how do I get to be there? <laughs>
0: <laughs> we need to form a tag team. Yes,
1: we do. We really do. And also the hope of social change because wrestling's got so much excellent class stuff. You know, you've got like excellent bogans and then you've got Mexican wrestling. Then you've got Melbourne Wranglers. You know, there's just so much potential for... Well, yes. yeah,
0: and I mean, yeah, well, two characters come to mind: mm. um, Dusty Rhodes, the son of a yes. plumber. What is it? I've yes. dined with kings and queens, and eaten out on polka beans, That's and right. um, well, Stone Cold later on, um, mm-hmm. but drinking in moderation, listeners of all genders. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Stone Cold's gone, gone um, alcohol free, by the way. Excellent. <laughs> it's
1: a good so, thing you feed yourself. That's another thing. Like, oh, when I was twenty-one, <laughs> I decided to close it all publicly on suicide. This is a big deal. Like, I had to say, all right. I'm not going to do it because my birth mother committed suicide and I found out when I was 21. I was like, oh, okay, I can't do that. I can't. And so claiming to shut it, oh, so powerful. It means that I went, okay, my future self, I'm going to live, I'm going to have a long life. It's so hopeful to do that, you know.
0: Oh, look, very, very true. Mm. You've got to think, um, balance past, present, and future while in the, being in the present. Just mm. if if there is any content, by the way, in the show that is mm. um, distressing, please contact yeah. Q Life, including yeah. Switchboard one eight hundred one eight four five two seven, or talk it out, as they say, mm. um, with people. Um, don't, but I think you've got something there. Don't bottle mm. it up, but uh, work it through it in a safe way with someone who can assist. Let's have a breather, mm. um, and um, well. Um, come back and talk some more. Um, There are things that can upset us as well, and you can, to quote split ends, see red. 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR on demand, out of the pan with Sally and highly intersectional guest Hannah Jenkins. Split ends red, three CR red, AM digital red, I see red, I red, I red, I see red, from around red, although that red, on a red, called red, Anthems. G me playing classic Aussie, <laughs> uh, i better say Australasian rock. It includes Hunters and Collectors, Huda Gurus, Jimmy Barnes, Paul Kelly, Gotha, Yindi, Goanna, just to name a few. Awesome. Um, we are having this interview on this particular weekend because yesterday was Intersex Awareness Day. Yes. In your own words, what does it mean for you?
1: Well, it's visibility. I, I was... Enjoying seeing posts of the intersex flag up in Altona. I live in the western suburbs. Yeah. So it's like a brave visibility. And the art centre also, um, I think they lit up. Oh, wow. There's a few things. Like people are, I mean, okay, so my own doctor didn't know what intersex was. Mm. Okay. Okay. And she's my age, and I love her hard, and we fight, and she's excellent. But I had to actually educate my doctor, and my doctor had like one of those um, uni students with them shadowing and watching. Oh, <laughs> so for me, it's like, oh, I've got to educate. There are forty-two different men in it, you know, the spiel. And I go, do I? Ha- is that really my role? Sometimes it is. Sometimes it's exhausting, as we know, if you belong to more than one identity or the spiel of educate the ally. Well, not really our work, but for me it's it's a i just feel like it's more brave I'm getting braver as I'm getting older, and so that I could even say the word intersex there you go I said it you said it so it you know, look it is you know you've hit something there, but
0: mm. um you know when you A sort of non consensual educator that Mm -hmm. can be annoying, but if you Mm. say, All right, you know, you maybe I don't know what your thought processes were, but Mm. at that point, you said, Wow, I've got a shadowing person, here's someone else who could be a better informed ally, then you might do it. But it's sort of pisses you off when you go in for a medical appointment. And let's say it's counselling and you want to talk mm. about work stress and you end up being an intersex educator that day and don't yep. get what you need.
1: And you're paying for it. And you're, that's always <laughs> the that's thing. That's the worst.
0: Thank you for educating me. <laughs> Pay me $240 on the way that's out. Right.
1: Here's your invoice. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: the accountant me is questioning the accounting oh, the practice in that as well. But um, seriously, you know, look, um, it is still that there mm. is that lack of awareness out there. Heaps. Um, and it's sort of rippling through for trans, you know, mm-hmm. bit by bit. But, um, you know, sort of the intersex. I mean, as an, edu- an LGBT or rainbow educator, mm. um, when, you know, we get to the definition section, you know, and sort of say people have never even heard the word, whereas they know yeah. a bit about trans, you know, they've seen some trans people and they're pretty white with lesbian and gay, that sort of thing. Yeah by sort of, well, you know, they know what it is but don't know the implications generally. But intersex people don't even know it. And then you start working through it, and it's like, oh. And then sometimes a nurse will put their hand up and said, mm. I used to work in the birth ward, and they'll know about it.
1: They would because, the pe- yeah, they would have had to have been part of um, medical procedures.
0: Yeah, and stories that come through. Mm. So, yeah, look, it is a frustration. Um, what do you, if you... I'll, if you were the benign dictator, just, yes. I'll just I'll have to really trim the ah, intersection I here and I'll just go it. with one part. Yes. The benign dictator for intersex, what would you like to see happen?
1: I'd like to see humans being valued for all our various variations and that not having to cut parts of our bodies off or hide or take medication for, you know, do that. We could just be celebrated for our beautiful, excellent selves. And so how, what would that look like? Mm. I don't know. It would mean that there, would, there wouldn't there would be all the dualisms around are you a boy, are you a girl, oh, what, you're a bit of both or you're half of or nothing, or you know, mm. that people aren't um, defined as breeders. Like they're pulled to reproduce. I mean, I was lucky in that I had gen- female insides as, mm. and, you know, it was my male outsides that were taken. Um So I could have babies and in that sense be like a normal producer in a heterosexist sort of society. I'm a success, you know. But I think actually people not being defined by if you can breed or not and then that that looks into the whole capitalism as an oppressive structure. You know, like it's bigger because what would it mean to just have all variations? That's looking at the beauty industry, that's porn you know everything there's so much inter interrelated around definitions of beauty and mm. um, acceptance and validity and sanity
0: yeah, yeah. very true yeah. I mean you know it's sort of quite um, yeah it, it, you, you it's very hard to ignore those you know sort of that it is all linked together yeah they um, are. You know, because if we if it was more complex than male and female, how would we do all our television advertising? Says yeah. me dripping with sarcasm.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, well, too bad. To reframe the advertising. You know. That's right. I I personally, you know, I'm probably going to get canned for this. I don't believe in any socio-economic system, to be honest. Um, yeah. To me, a system's only as good as the people running it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I sometimes I despair at the people running our systems around the world today. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I think when artists like yourself mm. speak up um, through your music mm. and through your authenticity, I think mm. that's where we can, you know, it doesn't overthrow Mr. POTUS, but mm. it just sort of, its to me, I believe in vibes and that mm. sort of thing, and it just says, hey, some people are standing firm being themselves and not going to be oppressed.
1: Absolutely. I mean, I think people are a little confronted by the free-flowing emotions and the discussion of oppression. You know, like people say, oh, you're such a, I don't know, red, red flag, commie, socialist, you know, crazy, whatever, <laughs> like all that Cold War, you know, there's mm. a whole lot of propaganda that people were fed around um alternative modes of living but it's about ableism as well i do think that the parallels you know the oppression of of people um around this idea that there is like one functional excellent robot and we're the human that's supposed to be the excellent robot but we're humans and you know yeah society is slowly changing i do think it is that fact that we're here now in and, yeah. and 2019, being able to talk about our excellent lives, you know, like that in itself is a big deal thing. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, look, very, very, very true. And um, I, th- I think that, you know, for all the problems of the world mm. with the Mozzies and the Trumps and the mm. Bojos, um, that I think that we, we're, you know, we're sort of at a a junction point and, you know, you've got people mm. at the grassroots and Greta Thunberg's obviously one who are just yeah. saying cut the bullshit um, yep. and they may be using stronger words than bullshit. Ah. Um, who cares? But mm. uh, I think there is that sense of just enough and, you know, we are reaching, I think, a critical mass point um, yes. o- over time and something we'll have to give. Um, yeah. We'll just, um, you know, we'll see what happens but mm. we've got to keep being ourselves until that time. Just going to do a couple of quick messages and then we'll come back and um, finalise everything. See if we can so draw all the threads of the show together. There's been so many um, mm. you know, that you've touched on. Um, we'll see if we can um, stop splashing and swim or something.
1: Find the net. We'll, m- we'll make the net.
0: We'll make the net. <laughs> we we'll catch each other. Um, I'm Sally Goldner on
1: Out of the Pan and I'm chatting with
0: um, the highly intersectional Hannah Jenkins on 3CR, 855am digital, 3cr.org.au on demand and um, all that sort of stuff. Looking to connect with your local community and do something rewarding Well, volunteering to lead a neighborly ride could be exactly what you're after. The short 40-minute group rides are for all ages and ride levels. Help people build their confidence, feel supported while safely exploring the local areas of Brunswick, Carlton, Fitzroy and Northcote by bike. Volunteers receive free Ride Leader training, so go to nablyride.com to contact us about volunteering.
1: A 3CR supporter.
2: Peace, this is Rod Stars. What up, this G1? This is DJ Illinois. And together we are Rebel Diaz. And whenever we are here, we listen to 855 a.m. 3CRD Digital 3CR.org.au. You already know what it is. Free radical radio, let's go. 3CR Future.
0: 3CR, 855am, 3CR digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR on demand, out of the pan with Sally and guest Hannah Jenkin um, as we are at Intersex um, Awareness Day yesterday as part of, I think we could call it Intersex Awareness Period, building up to Remembrance Day on November the 8th. Mm. And um, got to, I think, give tribute at this point to some intersex elders. Um, I was at the Ageing with Pride conference during the week, Trace Williams was there, And also to, in Australia, to Tony Briffer and Gina Wilson, who, of course, pioneered Tony on 60 Minutes, um, which leads into quickly, before I come back and wrap up the combo with you, things coming up tonight. 60 Minutes on Channel 9 has a report on police power, and I'd better be diplomatic and say alleged misuse. Mm -hmm. And it features, um, it seems there's going to be reenactment of the things that happened at Hares and Hyenas earlier in May. Um and I think it appears um from the ads I've seen that Nick Um Demopoulos will be interviewed. So some content warning stuff there, but I think mm. it's an issue that we have to think about.
1: It's great that it's on telly, it's important.
0: Yep, no question there. Mm. So um tune into that um this evening. Mm. Um as well. Other things quickly, what are coming up in the community earlier today? Um well, if you're listening live. The shed for trans men, trans masculine on at Carlton around 3 p.m. Um, PolyVic Social um at 5.30 this afternoon. And um don't forget Channel 31's great contribution to Queer Media on Friday nights um from around nine thirty onwards. Um so that gets us through the week. Mm-hmm. Lots of stuff coming up and of course um beyond intersex remembrance day on November 8th is Trans Day of Remembrance on the 20th. Start planning those diaries. There's an event um, put on by the city of Yarra this year Mm. on the evening as well. Um, Wow. Um, How do we draw this all together?
1: You're talking about rituals. I think rituals are important. Um, On Easter, I took my kids up to Sheppard and we climbed the top of the hill to the Roman Catholic bit and we found the unmarked grave that my birth mum and my her mother my grandmother were in and we put a little uh, statue on a little bit of cow skin because she was really into jersey cows and a statue of um what's her name mary like yeah um i was going to say guadalupe but part of me part of me thinks in spanish when i'm thinking of rituals and so for me it's guadalupe but it, for her it was um mary Geraldine, yeah, the importance of showing my kids uh, this is our biology and there are the reasons why, you know, headstones aren't put on. Again, I haven't even talked about the oppression of the Catholic Church and sexual abuse or any of that. But Mm. as we know in Australia, in country Australia, a lot of intergenerational trauma. And part of my story is definitely to do with the intergenerational trauma of, of women, and children and again respecting children and trauma and looking after ourselves as as kids so showing my kids uh that ceremony was so lovely for them just to again it's like ver- verifying you know the invisibility again make it visible tell the stories turn up be ourselves yep it's confronting but it's we need to do it it's australian narratives you know colonizing grief and that's in my album where I talk about um, growing you know being on unmarked graves and as a little kid feeling the intensity of the ghosts of the genocide really and so I kind of look at violence the violence of babies what happened to me as a baby the violence um, and and making peace with violence and uh, yeah making sure that it is stopped so that other people Have different futures. That'd be good, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it be good if babies could just be born without intervention? Yeah. How awesome.
0: um, Absolutely. And of course, you know, as a general rule, you Mm. know, the general rule is if there's no medical emergency Mm. leave the child alone. Yeah. Don't put put it into a box that it doesn't need to be in in the first place because it was in the box, right box at the start. That's right. And there's seven billion boxes, one for each of (laughs) us on the planet.
1: (laughs) I'm thinking literal. I'm thinking fluoro boxes, little glass case. <laughs> when you say that, I'm right back there. <laughs> all right. So um,
0: we should mention your album once again, yes, which I love started. songs. You like, love yeah, them. I yeah. will play it over the coming um, weeks on the show. Mm. Um, and next week, I have another musician in a oh, trance awesome. musician this time. Um, so awesome. we'll um, f- squeeze it all in. Yes. Um, cool. Um, but um, I'm
1: doing a gig tomorrow night, actually. If people want to come and see me perform, I'm doing a long-form improvisation um, at the Yarra Hotel in Abbotsford.
0: And that's, sorry, um, tonight's Sunday?
1: To, to, yeah, so Monday, what would that be, the 28th? 28th, yeah. 7pm yeah, at the Yarra Hotel in Abbotsford.
0: Okay, Yarra Hotel. Um, and how do people get a hold of your album? Oh,
1: Jessica at Birth. So, um you know, A T not the symbol. Jessica at birth at on Bandcamp. I'm I'm an indie producer so I just put it up digitally. Maybe I'll fundraise at another point too. I'd love to put it on tape. Do a little tape run or a small vinyl run. But at the moment it's um fifteen bucks digital you can just download it from Bandcamp.
0: Fantastic. Um so Bandcamp, Jessica at birth. Mm. Um Hannah Jenkin, thank you. What a remarkable conversation and journey. Um, stay in touch on all your um, various artistic exploits and mm. um, keep bringing your kids up um, to be um, open and fearless the way yeah. you are, um, the way you are now that you've recovered yourself for a future, ge- future it's generation. Played. It's pretty yeah. awesome.
1: And so are you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: um, yeah, lots um, lots in there to think about. Where um is? Just, you know, I'm continually uplifted and amazed by hearing people's stories. Mm. Mm, there's another one. So thank you. Thank you. We'll take Thanks it out everyone. today with um, Wicked Beat Sound System and from way back in the around the turn of the century um, and a message to your local MP. Keep. I'm um, contacting your local MPs, particularly mm. ALP, about the religious discrimination oh, bill. bill. Sick. Oof. Ugh, yes. Oof. Sorry Shaking. to mention that Shaking. on the end of a good show, but we've got to. <laughs> Shake it off. Shake it off. <laughs> um, and um, diverse music as well. Hannah, thanks once Thank again. You. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan, everybody. I'm Sally Golden, and I'll catch you
1: next week. Awesome.
2: Blacks and whites cannot elude each other. We must work, 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 work together and live together. And what we could do to bring whites and blacks.